What's up, sippers? I am Cam Ty Bailey. And I am Larkin Parks. Larkin. She going to a rodeo, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you look good, Mama Sita. You look thank good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all, welcome to the Millennial Sip. Larkin, what episode is this? Number nine. Number nine. Nine. We are trucking. We are pushing along. Clear. And like we promised, we do have another face. Another gorgeous face. Yes. Another gorgeous voice up here sitting with us, joining us for discussion and conversation. Mr. Ty Hollowell, what it do? How's life? What's up? Hi, everyone. Hello. Yes, I am Ty Hollowell. I use he, him, his pronouns, and I'm so blessed to be here. Oh, I'm so excited, y'all. I feel like I'm like talking to celebrities, okay? Oh. Like, Cam and Larkin, they already know what's up, so I'm just so happy to be here. <laughs> He's making me blush. My cheeks hurt. I don't know what to say. Golly gee. Golly gee. Ty, tell the people a little bit about yourself. You know, give us some scoop. Oh, okay. Well, I've known Cam and Larkin since I moved to Texas in like eighth grade. So that was like years, years ago. I don't even know. About 20 years ago. Damn. <laughs> yeah, but like met them and like literally been kicking it as friends, whatever. And we kept up with your social media as we all like went our separate ways. And so it's just really exciting to like be offered this opportunity to be here. Um, but since I have just been working in higher education, I, you know, I believe in educating tomorrow's youths, even though it can be a challenge. Uh, so I work in the college doing orientation programming uh, for incoming students as they transition from high school. And I just really love Love that I feel like that's just kind of like where my calling and my passion has aligned with so I'll be doing that for the foreseeable future um but like I'm queer I'm Christian I love both of those identities and if you follow okay. me on Twitter at what about Ty you will definitely see that what you see is what you get yeah <laughs> as fuck <laughs> you better let him know who the that. fuck you are Exactly. Yeah. You gonna get this body I be talking about <laughs> breaking backs and get my back broken. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, we coming in hot, sippers. We can we start right. off hot. Hot and heavy. They told me I could talk about anything, so here we are. <laughs> hey, That's you definitely the can. Y'all yeah. done got me jumping out this crop top, y'all. Listen, <laughs> we don't shy away from conversation here at the Millennial Sip. No. Now, if you haven't heard the past and looked at the past episodes, that is definitely something that I don't think that we are known for is mincing any type of word or syllable right. when it comes to, <laughs> you know, what we got to say, how we need to say it. Larkin? Yes. What's in your cup? Okay, so, you know, you I just got a lot going on. I, I, I'm trying to find me again, alcohol-wise. But this is a uh, cider. It's a blood orange cider. Something chill, 5%, something easy. But um, I just like carbonation a lot. So I was like, let me get something fizzy. So I got this cider from Target. So Target, yes. Yeah. We, we love a good Target. Ty, what's in your cup? What you sipping on? You know, I broke out the Pinot Noir uh, 2017. I was in Napa having me a wonderful weekend last week. And so well, it's really all and, the way, people. Yeah, you know, uh, get your sugar daddy. <laughs> They'll do you well. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a good friend. It's a, I'm not about to cap. It's a good friend. <laughs> 
I'll, I'll need him listen to this episode and be like, damn, that's what you think. <laughs> that's what you that's what you think of me. And I tell you, San Francisco, that's gonna be your code name, okay? <laughs> I love a good code name. I'm always the code name or in the group with me. Yes. I, I gives a good nickname. I feel you. <laughs> Simpatico. So, Tyler, back to the sugar daddy. Just let me know um, if you can set something up because right. I feel like that's my lifestyle. I got so. you, girl. I got you. Period. 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 What about you, Mr. Cam? What are you sipping on? I have um, some cranberry juice and vodka. Sorry, you had one job. You had one job. I'm done. Okay. I have, um, I put like some vodka in a glass and a sprinkle of cranberry juice to get my night started with other things, of course. Larkin knows me. So, you know, I am, I'm sitting right, sitting tight. And okay, <laughs> and we like to keep it tight, so <laughs> I ain't even mad at you. <laughs> Mark and I were just talking about Kegels last week, actually. It's so funny. It's so important. It's so important. Like, whenever I see people in the gym, I'm like, sir, I know you may be straight or whatever. I don't want to put that on you, but, like, do your little exercise. Put the little exercises on you. It's okay. <laughs> like, I don't want to put straight on you. I don't want right. to put straight on you. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know. While we're on the subject, can we just talk about how it's not fair that straight men are blessed with amazing asses? Why? For what? They are. They don't even wash them half the time. And then you walking around with a caboose? Baby girl. Baby girl. <laughs> I'm upset. Got the shit caked up. Got, the shit, got their ass cheeks stuck together. Disgusting. <laughs> just, not no. disgusting. It's disgusting, despicable, and repulsive. Well, they do be having that wagon. They be having wagon. that wagon. Just throwing it. I'm like, okay, that thing be thinking. I see it. <laughs> yeah, no, super- I like big guys. Um, you like- that's- I like, I like, I like big men. But some of them have flat asses. But it's not. Ah, 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 really not. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna roll into that. Let's talk Remember, about. Let's talk about wherever it. you may be. Uh, uh, hopefully, you got. If you drive, you got a water bottle or some coffee or something near you. I do not endorse uh, drinking and driving. Yes, no. don't do it. Don't do it unless you have the legal limit, which is like one glass, I believe. That's do not in, in today's American climate, black people or uh, people of color don't do it at all. <laughs> you right. You right. Because we do live in America with three Ks. So yes. don't do it. Don't do it. Yes. Y'all, let me tell but, you. Oh my God. I'm so sorry to interrupt, but like I was driving earlier today, little state trooper. I live in a small ass town, y'all. And he pulled out behind me, put his little lights on. Why did I get scared? I said, Jesus, this is it. This is it. <laughs> I, like, is it. I pulled over and another car had pulled over in front of me. And so he gets out and he start walking to the white bitch. She was the one that was in front of me. And so I rolled down my little passenger window. I said, excuse me, officer, am I good? He said, yeah, you're fine. The way I pulled out of that parking lot so damn fast, he should have gave me a ticket because I just said, <laughs> Corbett, Corbett, shit. I, think, <laughs> I was 
gone. I was gone. But back to the sippers. My bad. I just had to let y'all know. Uh, niggas out here, we got to be on our A1 all the time. Watch a six because the bubble do not and be good. <laughs> I love the energy. It's kicking it off the way that we need it to be, the way that it needs to yes. go. Let's get our cheers, y'all. Let's raise yes. up whatever you may have. We're going to say, let's chat. Let's sip. Welcome to the, the Millennial Cheers. Cheers. That is just. Mm. I know it's that different. vodka is just really. <laughs> that vodka is really penetrating my spirit. At this penetrating. Point. Penetrating. Yeah. Are we going to roll into that one later as well? Penetration? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just the choice of words that you decided to use. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm very and I'm very, very intentional with the choice with the words that I choose as well. So right. you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of that this episode without a shadow of a dat. <laughs> Today we're gonna roll out the red carpet for you, Tyler, okay. as a guest. You're going to open up this conversation. You're going to open up what we're going to talk about, you know? And I always like to say, Ty, what's on your mind? Oh, you better sing to me, baby boy. Sing to me. Watch out now. I, I, can, I, I got vocals for days. I got vocals Watch out. Days. I booked me a plane ticket to Texas so fast. I'm here. <laughs> I am here. Um, you know, I, there are several things on my mind. It was like so hard to kind of like figure out what I want to talk about, but, um, I was kind of sharing with Larkin a little bit and I just feel like mental health is so important to me. So I just want to touch on it. Let it be known. Uh, I know allegedly is the word we like to use right here, but like <laughs> full stop. I ain't even no licensed therapist at all. So <laughs> this is just Ty's opinion. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Let me just say that. But I think as far as like, millennials go we have really started to take action of our mental health and I'm so proud of that because like oftentimes us as black people in general you know you grow up and you talk about mental health and your parents be like go pray about it or girl go wash some dishes and it's like but wait I'm depressed <laughs> like, right. hi I'm depressed literally like I I don't have the willpower to get out of bed and like want to do this and so like something that I had to come to terms with is like when the pandemic first started I was doing therapy every week and my therapist and I were like yo Ty like you're a high functioning person who has depression like that's the type mm-hmm. of depression oh, wow. and you mask it by just like always smiling and being on so to speak and just like going through the motion but like you're not truly happy you know right. and, and hey I'm out here sitting in my shower on the floor <laughs> just letting the water run oh no you know and just things like that where like people don't know that you're going through it because it doesn't right. look like you need help and so like I just kind of want to have a discussion around like what does mental health look like for millennials and like how are we taking control of that how are we saying like you know we recognize that we are our parents generation like it is our uh it's in our wheelhouse to take control of that and say like I'm seeking the therapy that I need or I'm talking to right. Cameron and I'm talking to friends that are confidants that I trust and being able to tell them this is what I'm going through and I don't know exactly what I need right now, but is having someone to listen means the world to me, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I, and a lot of people don't know this, only my, even my family doesn't know, so if they are hearing this, I've been seeing a therapist since July of last year. Yes. So, um, I just, and, and it could be like in the Black community, like you said, Ty, like 
it's it's just well go pray about it well you don't really need that no I know what I need and I know the steps that I need to take like I didn't have a job I was unemployed but I'm still taking my ass to therapy and I, I'm not saying that it's hard to tell them but I just don't want to be judged or thinking yes. that oh, well x y and z like no, this has helped me so much. And now, you know, I was going every week, but now it's more bi-weekly now. And it's not even because I'm sad. Like it's just, I call it mental maintenance for me. Yes. Talk so about you it. You don't even, even have to be upset. <laughs> just having somebody to talk to without any preconceived notions of your life, not in detail. Um, so everybody should get a therapist. I say it, I recommend it to everybody, even if you're sad or not. So yeah, that's my story. I think what mental health looks like for millennials um, is just really redefining uh, oh. what is actually self-care. Um, yeah. You know, how to seek treatment or help, uh, but really how to reduce the stigma surrounding mm-hmm. you know, what mental health is. Now, I always say that I can only, only, only speak, obviously, for myself, but I can only speak for from my community as well so i definitely think that mental health is nuanced as it concerns yeah, uh, yeah. racial communities as well so yeah. holistic holy god i'm forgive me i think that <laughs> i think that mental health for millennials is redefining and then uh mental health for communities uh is just really about the reduction of stigma y'all yeah like you know i will have to separate two and think about uh two separately because we still have people in our community that are even afraid to acknowledge that maybe you have an anger issue that's not saying that you're on the spectrum or that right. you know you're just going bunkers and I don't want to use the word crazy and I hate to use bunkers too but people follow me it yeah. just means that you know we are so like groomed mm-hmm. to think that anything that may be uh, a mental flaw is not something that should be welcome and it's something that should be condemned mm. Yes, like, oh my God. And I'm like over here kind of getting emotional because like Larkin and Cam know, but like both of my parents are pastors and like, love it, cool, great. Yes. Right. But like, you know, growing up in the church, literally growing in up the in the church. Yes. <laughs> you know, a lot of black people can relate and it's just like, you are conditioned. It's always like, oh, well, like you, you know, you've always been this way or they just count it as like a personality trait. And I'm like, Child, mental health is not a personality. It's not, yeah. It's not. It's not supposed to be, at least. <laughs> right, right. It shouldn't be. No. Uh, it shouldn't even be assumed as such. Yeah. No. So that's stigmatization. Like, stigmatization is something that's important. Like, I remember having a conversation with my parents, just letting them know, like, I was doing therapy, and they were just like, what do you need that for? And I was mm-hmm. like... I was like uh I can count the reasons but like that's also why I'm in therapy because I can't talk to y'all about this shit so like exactly exactly Exactly. like that's why I'm over there so I think it is important and then I'm like another aspect of that too is like someone who identifies as queer what I've realized is that the queer community in our mental health is also all over the place right now really talk about different communities of color but then also just the queer community Mm-hmm. Child, the queers <laughs> let's talk about it 
the gays gonna be gays and they rude as fuck sometimes and they the self-esteem self that they break down on people and cast other judgment and then like mm. someone i'm bisexual and so like i'm also getting marginalized and stigmatizations and things like that and i'm like you're the fucking reason why i'm in counseling right now <laughs> right. <laughs> right. let's talk about that you yeah it up and we sit in that without a doubt and that and that is just goes to show that you know there is no no such thing as like being pigeonheld as it concerns mental health because mental health affects people in uh, different ways and affects communities in different ways. Right. And to piggyback off of what you were saying, I have never looked at it like that within the community, Ooh. the queer community. But now that you say that, that it, that is like, <clears throat> like throwing darts at a fucking balloon right now for the community. It really yeah. is. That's and if you hear and listening to this, like, let us know, you know, like comment on the episode and let us know, like, what are ways that you've experienced this or like, how have you been coping with it? Because again, like you're never alone. And that's something that like everyone's been counseling and just as you are on your mental health journey, it's like, it's so important to know, like, we always feel like we're the only ones having this unique situation. And I don't want right. to, but like, it's, it may feel unique in the moment, but truly someone else is going through something similar or very yep. closely related to what we're going through. And I think it does make us stronger when you think about it, like being able to talk openly about mental health. Like these are things that millennials aren't always doing and that even our mm -hmm. parents' generation was not comfortable doing because it was yeah. still kind of taboo to them. And so I think yeah. when we talk about it and we get comfortable with it, it then leads to a more progressive generation. Because Gen Z, I mean, they wild like y'all see them on tiktok wild but like they're talking about shit that even me as a millennial who works with them and educates them i'm like y'all crazy as shit but i'm proud of y'all like yes, yes. <laughs> I'm proud yeah. Of yeah. cameron and i talk about gen z quite often because they really are just making a move and seeing because i mean we've seen these kids grow up and yes. there's this girl that i danced with she was just prima ballerina just gorgeous she went to college and turned the fuck up, got tattoos, red hair, nose rings, bicep. Yeah. I was like, oh, girl. I know that's right. <laughs> I was like, you know, and it could be because she's, you know, was in the South, but I just love how progressive and how quick that happened. Cause I'm like, this is not my sweet little baby girl anymore. Like she's right. turning up and yeah. it's just, it's, it's, it's so crazy. Yeah, well, and you brought up a good point too. Like you, you mentioned being in the South regionally. Like, oh fuck! Like people just don't even talk. Like all of us grew up in the South, and so like I tell people all the time, like I would love to get out of the South, but it's also this comfort level that I have in the South because okay, right, being black, I'm used to the racism in the South. I wouldn't know how to respond to racism in the North. Them petty bitches, the new racism. <laughs> like the homophobia in the south used to it wouldn't know how to deal with it in the right right that is something to think about okay yeah. well all i gotta say is that uh ty is definitely coming for my job right now right? <laughs> i'm gonna pass the mic i'm gonna pass mic <laughs> no i love it this is this like i like i always say you know uh, the Millennial SIP is the people's platform. You know, anybody can really sit up here and 
you know, guide a conversation and be stale as crap. But what makes a conversation is the personality, is the intuitiveness to get in there and to just say what you got to say and be unapologetic in it. So I appreciate that 100%. Piggybacking off of what uh, Ty has brought up, Sippers, let us know what you think about that. Drop us some comments, DM, you know, slide in. Please slide in the DM. For a little bit if I don't know who you are. But what do you say? Slide in my DMs at what about Ty? <laughs> slide in. Hey, on. listen, Parker gonna hook you up. We already got we, your Instagram gonna be right here. It's gonna be right here. Do you remember we used to be like really close in high school? We got matching shirts. Do you remember that? Yes. The yellow shirt. Yes. We we're gonna go to UCA together. <laughs> oh my god, I remember all of that shit. Oh my god. Throwback. We used to dance with each other like at Memories. all the school dances. You couldn't oh, tell us shit. Like, you couldn't tell us shit. All the way back. You couldn't tell us shit. <laughs> Not a damn thing. Not a the damn evolution thing. of life is just. I love it. And like, yeah. speaking of, this is so random, but like, it's not random because I kind of talked about it and I'm sure you're gonna bring it up later. But like the intentionality of like friendships and relationship dynamics is something that I've really appreciated over the years because like, like I said, like I knew Cam and uh, Larkin in high school, but like, as we've gotten on, I've still kept up via social media and things like that. And so it's just so nice to like see them be successful and just like see how they're doing and like be able to catch up. But you know, that's not the same for everyone. And something I tell people all the time is like, Communication works both ways, but like also keeping up, it's not the hardest thing in the world. Like it's if you not hear about somebody thing. like, bitch, look at they post, look at the little right. like comment. You know, like it's so simple. And with to that keep being up said, <laughs> it may not be like an everyday, every week keep up. It does right. not have to be that. You know, Larkin and I talked quite often my freshman year in college. And then, you know, obviously over time, things yeah. happen. It's not like bad things, it's just life happens you know right. but you got people that take shit like that to the head you don't talk to somebody right. for 12 hours and they be ready to just read you i'm like child i didn't even talk to my family i tweeted the other day i said literally i'm having a hard time responding back to my family so show me patience and grace right you because we're all dealing with shit that you don't see mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. patience and grace <laughs> yeah, show don't see you know like i tell all the time doing content creation and all of this oh i can only imagine what celebrities actually go through minutes before they have to sit down and be the most perkiest people that you've ever fucking seen um, yeah. and, and and for sure with lark i mean same thing with job yeah but even now like experiencing this you know there are some days i am complete and same with lark and we're completely fucking wiped before we sit down and yeah. fit, we're like oh and not like oh we got to record it's just like a we're tired, right. <laughs> tired as crap. But you know, when the lights come on and you sit down, that's how it's, it's not action, baby. That's, that's what it is, you know. Like, so it just goes to show with what Ty was saying is you never know what people are really going through before you end up two minutes before you two actually sit down, get together, fuck, whatever the case may be. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Y'all fucking like that. <laughs> you just never know. I always slide a little bit of sex in there every now and then. That's I my like that's, that's my pender. I like to be like a Don't act like you don't like to slut it out. Don't act cam. <laughs> I'm a virgin. Oh my God. Oh, we lie on the show now? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I did I just didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm a virgin. But it's just so great seeing you come out of your shell. Like I, we've always been like close in age, but seeing how you blossomed and stuff, I'm just like, it's gorgeous. It's hot, absolutely hot. beautiful to see. I love oh. it. I love it. I'm like, oh, he's showing his little, you know, what's up, print? I'm like, what's up, print? That's a hashtag. That hashtag, means so what's up, print? to me like y'all just don't even know because like I mean y'all do know so like that means a lot to me I was not out in high school and I, I always knew that I was queer I just wasn't sure like where I fell in the spectrum and like having lost yeah. my identity to a woman willing willingly but then having been sexually assaulted before that by a man it was just very conflicting emotions about how I felt about sex and all of these things and mm-hmm. I just am very thankful that like you know I was shown grace by people in college that like really just allowed me to be who I was and express myself and coming out to my parents, you know, that was nerve wracking, but they were also yeah. like, we love you. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> wish you weren't yeah, here, but love you. <laughs> and that's yeah. your journey. Exactly. That's your journey. And it's not for anybody to dictate when you should or should not say anything. You have to navigate your life, especially your personal life, the best yeah. way um, that you know how. And so I have a question. What made you be so just like sex kitten because I did not see that coming like is it were you more comfortable with your body were you like what is it because I'm so interested I love it purr. I love it because I didn't see Lock it coming it. I he called me big purr honey he called big me big purr, big purr. Big make purr. my pussy purr shit I love y'all or like um, they say make First, let me just tell all the sippers out here, if y'all ever want to be gassed up, Cam and Larkin are going to do it. Because one day I posted a picture and I was showing a little ass or something and Larkin said, don't be shy, give us the full thing. <laughs> don't be shy. The way I die. Going. <laughs> the way and I I'm, I'm always in Tyler's DMs. So. Always, always. And I, feel like that. <laughs> I love it. Um, I think what happened was trigger warning, alert, Parker, do what you have to do. You don't have to cut this out. I was sexually assaulted whenever I was in fourth grade by a man that I knew. Uh, we had went to church together and just like, you know, you think, you know, people, we were, he was a couple of years older than me, whatever. And I've worked through it. I've healed. Thank God for counseling. Hello. Yeah. Um, but that really played an impact on like how I viewed people in general, especially men. And so I was very fearful of men and like moving to Texas in eighth grade, like having a whole bunch of things that I had to deal with growing up in a white community, going to TMS where I saw more black people than I've ever seen in my life. Yes. <laughs> high school, I was like, oh shit, like it's a whole bunch of niggas <laughs> here. Okay. So that was a thing that I had to work through. And so willingly had sex with a woman in high school and I was like okay cool great like I love this whatever but got to college and I was like this is a time where I can actually like figure out what I do and what I don't like when it comes to sex and I I did that I (laughs) I'm a hoe whatever I like sex. Call we pro ho over here, baby. We're pro ho. We're pro body positivity. And I just really yes. was like taking the time to figure that out. And as doing so, um, I had always struggled with my body. I've never been someone who's able to gain weight. Um, okay. Mark and yeah. Cam, you know, I've literally been the same size since they've known me. Like yes. literally, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just a little person. And so I've just started to own that. Like whenever I was like finishing up college and even in grad school, I got a lot more comfortable and I like working out, but I work out for mental health instead of really just like for results. And so in doing so, when I would be hooking up with people, they would like make comments about my body and like, 
people who follow me on Twitter, like I like all body types and I do like men on the thicker sky, you know, y'all have seen my tweets and people would be like, it just don't make sense. And I'm like, bitch, <laughs> I can lift you. Okay. So like, don't even play with me. Like, I want to come over. <laughs> so like, it is what it is. And so I just began to get more comfortable as like, I realized like, okay, people are seeing something in my body that I'm not seeing in it. And so I just had to do some self-reflection and I was like, I'm sure hey. people are seeing a lot of things in your body that you cannot see. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And so Yay. I just started taking like nude photos and like, uh, would pose in front of a mirror, take photos in my underwear and things like that. And I was like, damn, I'm sexy. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, boy, if you sit down, yeah, if you don't well, I just right now own this power, live it up. And so yes. I just do that. And so I think for me, like, people are like, oh my gosh, like, you got so comfortable. And I'm like, yeah. And I, it's, something that I want to keep getting more comfortable in because there are moments where I'm like, oh, I'm too skinny, but I'm like, okay, what, where did that thought come from? Like, talk right. about, like right. this is my body. I'm proud of my body and I'm going to love my body. And so actually, I don't know if y'all can see it, but I have this tattoo here um, and it's a heart and a person hugging themselves. So it's kind of like this. Tyler, I have one similar. Hold on. <laughs> Did you lie? <gasps> yes. Oh my, oh my God. God. Okay, Tyler, I mean, Parker. Oh my God. Yes. Literally, yes. Like, and it, yes, for self love, I got it just to remind me yes. to love myself and to always yes. be proud of the body that I'm in because we only have one body, you know? And yeah. so I want to just love on it and I want to be thankful for it. So <laughs> I'm out here being body positivity. So in my room to start taking nudes because you don't inspire me. I'm trying to get in the mirror in my underwear and take some nudes. Shit. Do it. Slowly what I'm learning to do. Living in China and, and being always like, you know, I'm thicker. I'm not like thick, 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 but I'm on the, you know, thicker side and, and the, you know, that was something that definitely tore away at my confidence because the Asian culture is very thin. Yes. And so Larkin, you know, if I put on something or a shirt, I'm looking in the mirror like, I look, I, I still do it now, I look hideous. And it, it happens to a lot of my friends, a lot of us that that live there. We, so I just our bodies before we got there were amazing. Right. And it's not that they were intentionally trying to tear us down, it's just that we were built different. And so you were here like, oh, she's fat or oh, he's fat. And over time, I but I believed it. I started to wear baggy clothes. I started to dress mm. and stuff that was not Cameron. That was not right. Cameron in the USA. Even when I would come here, I would try to. I'm breaking myself from buying bigger shirts just so I can embrace. Child, you would good. Show your body off too. Get in your room and take nudes too. Shit. But that's what I'm saying. You, that you goes back it. to a thank you, Larkin. Larkin always tells me that she always is like, boy, shut the fuck up. Um, but for real <laughs> it's just one of the it goes back to mental health is too you hear right. something you become conditioned so much to it to where when I look in the mirror I just see uh, not what I and and what I want to let people know is that this is not fat shaming this is body standards for me and that's right. what you yeah. need to start looking for within yourself is what is your body standard okay and don't let anybody tell you that you're fat shaming or that you're thin shaming because you aren't doing it it's just what works for you what looks good for you and what looks good for Cameron is mm. too slim is not going to be hot too thick is not hot at all this mm -hmm. is where I should be right but going there and having a little meat to me and some thighs and shit was yeah now mm -hmm. i will say 
that on the other side of it, you know, maybe the men were fascinated a lot, a lot more than, but you know. <laughs> oh, I, I love a thick nigga. Come here. I like, cause I used to be real oh. tiny, like super tiny. And then when I started dancing, like every day in high school, I just got thick out of nowhere. Like I got boobs now. And I feel, I hate to bring this back to the black community, but you know, being a black girl growing up in the church, if I come Ooh. to church, you're going to be like, Ooh, what happened to Larkin? Did Larkin get pregnant? Did yeah, it's always you know, depo shot. It's speculations, always for real. Speculations. Yeah. Nah, baby, I'm just eating good because I have real girl money now, and I'm eating whatever the fuck I want. Where I don't have to eat hot pockets every day. Yeah, I don't have to eat hot pockets every day. Okay. <laughs> I be eating whatever the fuck I want. But anyways, um, for shining, body posy, body posy, body changing. But that's why I try to get my ass in the yeah. gym and you know, you know, do what yeah. I want to do, get it a little bit tight, and, you know, right. I love that. I never Once know if I want to only fans or a porn career in the future, so I just got to be prepared at all times. And I'm so dead ass. Like the only way people will recognize me is probably by tattoos on my fingers and everywhere else on my body because I put porn. a mask on. Look, I will Fuck tell you, fans. having an OnlyFans. <gasps> I have to subscribe. It's a fun Where's my time. Card? However, it's a lot of work. That's what I will say. It's a lot of work. And I am not someone who identifies as a porn star. I think that sex work is great. If you got it, flaunt it, live it up, boo yeah. I don't have the energy. <laughs> my dick nor my ass has the energy. <laughs> I'm burst. Hello. And I like to give intake, but I don't have the energy. I don't. Um, and so I'm loving the transparency. The millennial sip is all about transparency. Yeah. You know, so I do my little steel shots. I do my little cameo videos and I just call it a little day. Um, now, Tyler, we're going to have to talk because I need help with a certain aspect in my sexual life right now. Larkin knows about it very well. Mm -hmm, I got you. I'm, I'm gonna have to get some, some coaching through. You got questions about got toys, moves, all the BDSM. I got you. I will say I have experienced a lot of things sexually about me. And again, just exploring myself of like, I realize I like feet. You gotta have pretty feet. I got some kinks that I'm like, oh, okay. I'm very dumb. I did not realize I was this controlling, like, and not controlling, but just like a dominant. Y'all don't suck on toes when y'all when y'all stroking. I was walking. You can't stroke, but when you getting stroking, a nigga sucking on your toes, you ain't sucking on my I toes. I had one guy suck my toes. I got pretty feet, but they just um, send you to like just a whole translucent type of state. It just make you do something different, like. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> but now, for the guy, Tyler. when you know, for me, when you know, <laughs> ooh, and this is transparent, y'all. It's transparent, okay? I'm so happy. Okay, but anyways, for a guy, when you know, like when you hit that spot and you can like see it in a face, and it's like, okay, the stroke is right, the pressure is right. Put that toe. Two, three, four, five in your mouth type shit. The whole thing. The whole thing. Oh, Tyler. See, you know, Tyler, you're testing me because I'm celibate. This is like day 53 of my celibacy journey. Yes. Come through. Oh, my God. Because gosh. I fuck straight men. So we obviously know. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what you know, That on. is something. I'm going to have to reach out to you about that because I, I've i never been intentional about being celibate. I've just gone through dry spells. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Me too. Those are different. For the sippers that are listening, it is very different having dry spells versus being intentional about yes. it. Just because yes. you're not getting none don't mean that you didn't want none. Like, 
Nigga, I'm dying over here, my nigga. I'm dying over here, my nigga. Shit. But I keep them in my back pocket, you know. (laughs) I I wish that I had, I wish that I could. It's been a while since I've had a one night stand or like a legitimate, um, like penetrative hookup. If that makes sense. I hate that word so much. It's like the word that Larkin also hates. Don't they? What, penetration? (laughs) I remember this because literally, I think, okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Do you remember when we did the Chicago trip? Yes, yes. We had a very lengthy conversation on the train (laughs) about how you hated that word. Penetration? Moist. Oh, (laughs) moist. God. I love that word. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Even if it is, I want you to call it wet. Call it wet. Ju- no, call, call it wet, but you can be Dick. like, ooh. You can say, ooh, this, this, this pussy is moist. This Speaking pussy of pussy, can we talk about how the word bussy should really just not be a thing? I just bussy? talked walking bussy. I know, like I didn't know what it was. Two, it's two disgusting. I don't like the fact that it's a word. Everything for women ain't got to be for men. It ain't got to <laughs> be for men, yeah. Now, I will say, it's funny. Like, if I'm joking with my friends, I'm like, you know, this pussy, you know, but I don't use, like... <laughs> it sounds like it's steak. <laughs> it sounds like it's steak. <laughs> it sounds like another thing that straight men do that they don't take care of. <laughs> yeah, straight men, I'm coming for you. Wash your ass. Wash your ass. They scared. They think it's gay. Oh, to wash their ass, baby. You gotta get up in there. You That's so weird. That's so weird. I'm currently coaching. No lie, people. And you know, once upon a time before I went to China, I wanted to go to grad school for to be like a, a, a sexologist of some sorts because I am very much so into like I classify sex three in three different ways. Parker, help me out and give me some bullet points, okay? Yeah, this on, I Parker. Classify Come on, Parker. Yeah, Parker's, yeah, Parker got it. Okay. But uh, Parker's also young. I'm so sorry, Parker. (laughs) He's like, what? (laughs) So I classify like this. I feel like you can make love. Mm -hmm. Yes. You can fuck. My favorite. (laughs) Have sex. But let's talk about it. Like, let's really break it down, okay? Like, for real. The reason I say that fucking is my favorite is because, like, when you fucking, it's like... Oh, my God. That is just, like, really turning me on a little bit. But continue. Like... <laughs> it's just, like... It, just, it really hit me. It's like, it's just, you know, it's different. Like, it's not making love... Like, because for me, I only make love with people that I've ever considered myself to genuinely be in love with. Not have love for but yes. be in love with, okay? Yes. So it ain't been a lot of niggas or negresses <laughs> that I done made love with. <laughs> um, as far as fucking, oh, baby, yeah. <laughs> we done did that. <laughs> but that's like toe curling, multiple come, she coming, he come I'm coming multiple times. We take like a 10 minute water break and get right back to it. We Ooh. then transition to the shower, have a little shower section. You know, like it's, it's a little bit lengthier. American. Yeah, I would consider, and this is about to sound so bad, um, Parker, 
<laughs> you can still include this, but like, I don't know your ethnicity, so I don't want to offend. But I consider having sex with just like white people. <laughs> like, I feel like it's very taboo. It's just like basic, like pasty. Like, I don't know. It's just like, really? it's not giving what it's supposed to give. It's just like, oh, he sucks me off. We just had a little sex. Like, whatever. <laughs> so what's, what's your type, Ty? What's your type? Oh, I love this question. So I used to, for the longest, didn't think that I had a type. I now realize I do have a type. So racially, I'm open. Um, Twitter burns me for this all the time because I've been publicly like open about the white man, but that'd be fucking, but I've equally fucked the same amount of niggas in Latinx, everything and whatever. So I will fuck you. (laughs) Everybody gets a chance. But my type (laughs) is... (laughs) my type is you gotta be thick like thick okay like that booty gotta be <laughs> like it needs to shake like jelly <laughs> okay also for I women, need a shot I'm not gonna make it I'm not gonna make it super I'm but sorry for women, it's like not only do you, I need you to be thick but like do you have a chest because that's kind of nice too because I like the titty fuck I didn't never realize I liked the titty fuck until I did it and I was like I like this let's keep this so I like the titty fuck but you know not all women are comfortable with that either so you know we do believe in asking for consent uh let's yeah. talk about that and then for men it's like do you wash your ass? Because I have also hooked up with a lot of down low straight men. And I'd be like, oh no, I can't go down on you because if I'm trying to suck your dick and I can smell your booty hole, it's a no. <laughs> it's a no. I need another shot. <laughs> Tyler, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> Y'all said transparency. <laughs> hey, I mean, I feel the same way. I feel like, you know, you know making love rare. I feel like sex is boring. That's why I rarely say it's boring. It's not giving what it's supposed to give. It's not giving what it's supposed to give. Now, fucking, that means like we need to be eating each other out, sucking something off, licking something out for a good 45 minutes before we even start. Like you need to be like trembling, worried about how you're going to get to work the next day type shit. Before. Yes. And while we're talking about it, Women. I just think it's so different because I have heterosexual sex and I can't relate because I, I have a vagina and I don't know how my <laughs> vagina works. So it's like, I get what y'all are saying, but it's so hard for me to like, because I haven't experienced it. So I'm, I'm, you gotta, but see, I'm coming for women too, because I want to eat your booty hole just the way that I want to lick your pussy. Like, I want to do all of that. Like, I want to, I want to do a little trail, you know, I also want to suck in your titties. But here's the thing. I also have my nipples pierced. I want you to suck my titties too because that right. shit, I got my nipples pierced. Like, right. I don't know. I think it's just weird because um, I believe in communication with sex. Like it, it is, That's it is. it's an action. And so like, ask me what I like and I'm going to tell you what I like. Like very transparent. Here we are. I don't like hand jobs. It don't do shit for me. It actually turns me the fuck off. Like You've never been milked? No, I don't like it. I don't like it. Not milked. You've never Cameron. been properly properly restrained. You know, i will say that restrained i ain't never been properly handled you have to be handled. properly restrained to where yeah. you can't kick you cannot fight all you gotta do is sit there and take that now i have so, been roped up before okay well, that's i do like and for I people like who don't know what milking is even heterosexual couples, I encourage y'all to play around with that. You know, do some little zapping here and there. I think that shit is so hot, for real. Because y'all do some wax. Like, tied up and like, they just, I'm boring. Fucking, 
you know, they're just fucking going and you like not Larkin telling us she has very vanilla sex. Larkin. Because nigga, no, listen, and I'm gonna tell you why. Heterosexual men, they just use me for a nut. They don't want to have sex with me, they want a nut. I'm like, you have this beautiful body here, and mm-hmm. all you're trying to do is wham bam, thank you, ma'am. So I you flip the game. You flip the game. Fuck I got you. That's why I, I, I'm trying to recover. You be fucking them. <laughs> That's what you should be doing. You should be fucking them. I they will say me. heterosexual sex, and I know what I said, because <laughs> don't forget, I'm bisexual. I don't fuck a lot of you straight niggas. Like, <clears throat> y'all sex do be boring, okay? And here's the thing. While we on it, I hate to inform you. <laughs> I hate to do it to you. I, I really fucking do. It's okay that you like gay sex. I promise you, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But for you to be able to call me a faggot because I'm fucking you and I'm blowing your back out or because you sucking my dick? Nah, sir. Mm. Nah, sir. Mm. I'm not the type to put you on blast because I'm not going to take your picture and do none of that because I don't believe in that. Right. But what I do, I will read you. And you don't want this because I will hurt your feelings. That's disrespectful. You will not call me out of my name because you're over here in my bed. Or <laughs> you can me, asking me if I was up at 3 a.m. Because your girl don't know how to do it right. Or because you just... To- <gasps> So let's talk about it. Take your time, Pastor. Well, I will say the the whole DL thing that is, that gets people caught up is, um, y'all ain't got, y'all ain't making shit clear, first of all. You know, they get upset because you don't want to come spend the night because you got other shit going on, want to talk to you sideways, or let's go out to dinner. We're going to dinner and dap each other up. Right. What what are we going to do? What are we going to do? For what? For why? It makes no sense. It makes no absolute. And so to circle back around to what I was saying, somebody I knew was just wondering if their man, (laughs) you got to. Because I didn't realize I wanted to dive this deep into it, but I want to dive deep into it, you know? And she was wondering if he was gay or straight because she said that he liked to eat her pussy, but he would not make her, but he didn't want to fuck and I was like I don't know and uh so I said you know, this maybe sounds like could... somebody we talked about the other day do you remember <laughs> you said that's all he wanted to do with black women mm-hmm. I do okay I do. yeah funny funny but straight women worry if you you know you're giving a good sloppy toppy and then you go down to you know where Willy Wonka lives and they wonder like you like <laughs> licking nuts and shit and niggas clinch and so like does that mean they're gay and I'm like no I think that's a natural reaction for everybody but I was encouraging her at the same time to you know if you really want to have a good time men if y'all really want to have a good time and really have a nut that will like almost feel like somebody just came and grim reaped the fuck out of your soul you got to find your prostate. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <clears throat> I'm glad you went there, Pastor. I'm glad you. I'm glad. Because <laughs> you're speaking. You're speaking real good right now. You, you got, got to. It. I got had, it. and you'll know. And I was telling her, you'll know, and they will know when you have to hit it. Trust me. It, it feels like almost a fucking barricade of sorts for me, but it's like a, a barricade to fucking freedom. And it's not gay. You have a prostate. <laughs> you have a pro- 
straight man. Fellas, butt stuff. We're not it's, fucking unless you like butt stuff. No, right? <laughs> like, and it's so crazy. Um, I have a fraternity brother. He doesn't mind me sharing this, whatever. Um, but like, he reached out to me like a year ago and was like, yo, me and my girl, like, we've been getting more adventurous with sex and stuff. And she's wanting to do butt stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, are you like not into it? Are you scared? And he was like, no, like I told her, hell yeah. So I'm texting you to figure out like, what do I need to be prepared for? Do I need to get lube? And I was like, I love that he one was comfortable texting me about it. Cause he knew like <laughs> I'm queer, but then two, it was just like, yeah, like get you some lube. I told him to get a dildo. I said, straight up, just get a dildo or like a butt mm-hmm. plug or something. I said, you know, get something that you yourself will be right. your behind because it's your body, you know, it's women's body, it's men's body, it's yeah. non-binary people's bodies. And like being able to explore your body first before you allow someone else exactly. to explore your body is so important. So if you're listening, sippers, what Cameron is saying is so true. Like get to explore your body and women. I mean, I was fingering a girl one time and she did ass said, stop. Let me show you how it's done. I thanked her so much in that moment because I was like, one, I get tired fingering people. So like, yeah. <laughs> help me help you. So, right, exactly, exactly. So thank you. It's very enjoyable for me. I am very <laughs> just porn star. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm looking you in your eyes. I'm spitting on that shit. I'm just like, you like. And like, I, I need you to stop because like, the way that I'm over here, like, are we going to fuck? Because right, I'm like, what's happening here? Is this, what is this going to turn into after the show? Zippers, y'all have heard it here first. If ever y'all see Cam or myself or Larkin tweet, like it happened, and that's the ah! tweet that it says is that it's happened, y'all know what it was. It was the fact that we fucked. Okay, cool. This episode, has just, this, this episode has just. We need to put like X, X rated. Oh, we have to. Like, we have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't know this was going to be like a porn adjacent episode. I'm so sorry. Well, hey, you know, like you say, if you touch on it, we grown as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, sure. it's conversations. And again, this is why the Millennial Sip is here. You know, a lot of these podcasts are not talking about things like this. And they're not as blunt as we are. It's a lot of hidden words, hee hee ha ha. But no, I feel like it's serious because we, Larkin and I say all the time, we don't know the when we look at numbers and statistics and things like that, our percentages, we don't know uh who that is we we can see the area is coming from yeah where the source is leading it out of and into but we don't know and so shit you know with us talking here right now we could be you know okay i listen to millennial sip let me try this you know because shit i do that all the time i listen to some stuff or i see some on tv i'm like okay right. let, let me put it over here so that's right. that's what the millennial <laughs> sip is season two has been one that has been unforgettable because you never know, one, the energy of conversation that Larkin and I are going to bring, but you never know by way of the guests where, yes. you know, this this goes into as well. So I'm all for it. And I figured that it would, Tyler, being a very sexy and effervescent personality that you are, I figured that this would go down somebody's alley. I, I always, I always, I'm trying to get out of everybody's alley, okay? Call <laughs> me first, pick me. <laughs> Pick me. <laughs> Is it me, Jesus? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't even think, y'all, let's just sippers. I don't have enough lube for the night. So we're going to have to press forward. <laughs> and let's, 
because I'm really hot, like I'm feverish right now. Larkin has been fanning herself for the past whole time that we've been on the screen. <laughs> Let's, Larkin. Yes. What's on your mind? Zippers, let us know what, how you think, what you feel. Um, but Larkin, what's on your mind, baby? Yes, I just think it's so cute. Okay, it's kind of like time because we all went to high school together. I don't know if y'all seen like the high schools. Their proms are tonight. And I'm just like, y'all, we thought we were so grown at prom. And I, I just want to talk about like memory lane and shit. Like prom for us. Cameron, did you go to prom? I did. I, I really did. I was talking about prom earlier today. I don't remember. I know I went with um, Alexis Hodge. Yes. Okay. I still keep in touch with her. Shout out to you, Alexis. Love you, girl. Yes. Still keep in touch. Yeah. Y'all, I was such a fucking simp. I was dating my boyfriend at the time, and that was like the first time we told each other that we loved each other while we were slow dancing. Turn uh -huh. That's adorable uh -huh. shit. <laughs> that nigga adorable to me, but. <laughs> I mean, change because that nigga probably wants to just murder me. But anyway, but um, yeah, I just I really appreciate the the youth. You know, like they're having fun and looking back, like I said, I felt like we were so grown. But like these are babies, and I'm just like, do y'all know what's coming next? So I think it's cool that they're just enjoying their youth right now because they have no fucking idea. So that's what I'm saying. Once life hits them, it's it's over. It's over. Yeah. Definitely. We were, I was talking about that one. Of, now, I will say one of my part time associate uh, supervisors, shout out to Gabby. She is she graduated in 2019. Oh, so we were talking about prom at work today. And I was like, oh, my God, next year is my is our. Yes. And yes. Yes. Really? Damn, y'all old as fuck. <laughs> y'all old. Still look good. Still look good. Oh, because baby black don't crack. I, you know what I will say? Seeing all them white people at prom or at the little reunion, that's going to be funny as shit to me. Right, Larkin, I just screenshot one of my classmates and sent to Larkin the other night. When I tell you, family guy, he ain't got none no motherfucking Peter. Oh, my God. I can't breathe. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it's unfortunate, but like, damn, it is what Tyler, it is. We got to fill you in because you know this person. You know this, you know this person. I was shocked. And I see some classmates come through where I work at and I'm just looking at them like, oh my, did we, did we graduate in the same year? Like, I know life has been rough and tough. My God. Oh, no, no. It's been beating bitches down. Okay. It's like, been, it's been it's blowing been they sunk. back out. It's been blowing they but, back out. She was just like, she was like, really? I was like, yeah. She's like, oh my God, when you graduated high school, I was like in sixth grade. I was like, shut up. Right. Ooh, babies. Be babies. It, I mean, Bro. it is wild to think about how old we've gotten. Like, yeah. But we are fortunate because we all look good. We, <laughs> we do look good. good. And like, while we're talking about it, like, just a moment of silence because like I know like both y'all's class and my class like we've lost people yeah. already and that's just so crazy um to just really think about you know I in the pandemic and thinking about people that have lost because of that but then also like you think about your classmates and you're like damn we're young like 26 27 28 and young. we're losing people that we graduated with that's so crazy so you know rest in peace to all the people that we've lost uh Texas yes. love y'all we miss you um, I hope y'all are doing well, your families. Yeah. Larkin, 
that's all I had to say. I just, the youth, you know, I don't know. I just, I get so inspired. Like they're so cute and happy. And I just, I really want, and Tyler, I commend you on what you do because you have to prepare these kids. Cause I don't think I was prepared correctly for life. <laughs> Cameron, I don't know if you were. Um, oh, hell no, no. I wasn't set up. So no. um, higher education, thank you for what you do. You do not get enough credit, yes, but um, just, just prepare them for, for the real. Because, we try, you know, we yeah. try. And I think, you know, much to what you said earlier about like, you know, coming to you, coming into yourself is like, you didn't ask for this, but I think it's so important. It's like being who you are and showing up authentically. It doesn't just help you, but it helps people who need to see that representation. Mm, exactly. So exactly. That is something that I've always taken into like now that I'm able to be my authentic self is that I show up in fullness. And I think Cameron and Larkin can relate. Like we show up in our fullness because you don't know who you're teaching a dance class to or educating to or doing something. Exactly. Who needs to see a black woman doing this? Who needs to see a black man doing this? And they're like, right. oh my gosh, I can do this. You know, yes. you never know how you're going to touch someone's life. 10 years later, they're going to send you a text and be like, thank you, Larkin, so much for like- Representation. That's yeah. what it is. Representation. That's what it is. That's what it is. Cool. It is. Yeah. Y'all, what's on my mind is- I, I put this on my Instagram story as well. I am so proud of myself. It has, you know, I really, I always knew the social media game prior to wanting to go into um, podcasting and creation, but it has only like amplified how much I keep up with everything and what I'm looking at. Y'all, I'm a part of Generation Z TikTok drama i am so excited i'm keeping up with it it's this guy i think his name is pimpin pimpin sip 69 and this girl her name is like brianna Lynette, something like that and she's like the on her, her bio on tiktok it says she's the ceo of the hey yo the person who sent you this wants you to know yes hey yo okay yeah 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 what? so this dude pimpin simp he got in front of his cam of his mirror and he was like um what 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 did she say she says um no cap no printer yes a whole bunch of aave going on no cap no printer copy no facts or something no facts uh, unresponsive something like that but he posted a video and he was just like <laughs> he was like no cap no hat no child support, no dad. <laughs> no, he did. Please send that to me. Not no child me? support. Right. Not no child. Y'all, so what's going, around, what's going around TikTok <laughs> right now is they saying that her and her goons are trying to get him banned from TikTok or whatever, got like one of his accounts banned. Not and so I went, I went on her TikTok today and like people are just taking the absolute piss out of her and if you don't know what taking the piss out of somebody is it is uh what they use in the uk when they say just like making a joke you know it's not at someone's expense you're taking the piss out of them and they are in these comments taking wow. the piss out of this girl it was hilarious but she does it all the time hey yo the person that sent you this no cap no printer no copy cut print day and i'm just like bitch shut the fuck up it's really, she black. it's really she's cringe. black she's black 
It's I honestly, <laughs> it's I honestly don't want to believe it. Just like I don't want to believe that Matt James and Candace Owens are black. I don't want to believe that um, she is either. It was Candace Owens for me. Yeah, <laughs> Candace gets so much heat on here. Oh, I, I, as soon as I get on the pedestal, her, Tommy Loren. Oh. I, I would love to sit down and have a verbal spark with them. Matt, I would like to sit down and see like, why are you so pick me? You know, your ex, but that's a whole nother, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, without a doubt, I feel like what is missing and, I, and I'm getting on a whole thing right now, but what is missing with our, our community is people that are willing to stand up and fight back. And if you think we have so many people who are far right, who do more speaking than people who are left and not even far left. And with that being said, I do feel like there is power and being able to not only hold yourself uh, verbally in an argument, but to hold yourself verbally and confident enough. And that's what we see with uh, Tommy and Candace all the time is that most of what they're spewing is shit, but you got to give them credit with, with how that confidence behind yes. what yes. they're trying to get across. And so that's yes. what I'm saying. I just, I just want one session with them and I'm, I'm okay i will be a-okay but that's me i'm a debater i'm a speaker i love to not only give my my opinion but maybe there is something that these two women can teach me at the <laughs> same time Coonery. i think that life and for me like i say traveling to other countries by myself and having the bare minimum and being able to sit by myself in silence and really enjoy myself, it really gave me like a newfound presence and energy about, you know, who I am now and who I thought I was. And so with that being said, I do think there is power in being able to address the situation and leave it uh, for what it is. And I don't think it has anything to do with you being combative. It has everything with doing, if if you feel some type of way, you stand in that shit or you don't stand in it at all because the next person will come and knock your ass down and say the same thing, but Mm -hmm. probably manipulate it to the wrong audience, i.e. American media. But y'all, we don't want to talk about it because y'all know how Cameron gets when I start (laughs) speaking. You're right, though. You're absolutely right. Damn. I'm glad you said that. (laughs) I, you know, Trevor Noah is really one of the dudes that I look up to right now in the entertainment industry, how he has come from being a comedian to having his own show, but how he uses his platform and how he's still personable is so beautiful. And he's colored from South Africa. And if you don't know about South Africa, colored is, it is a classification. My South African friends had to educate me on that because when they said it, when I, when I would be, I'd be like, why are you calling yourself that? But being yeah. a colored man and identifying as colored, but being in the USA, who knows right. what this dude has seen and what he's gone through. So, you know, he, he ain't gonna see it, of course, but shout out to Trevor Noah because he may see it. Shit, yeah. you're gonna prophesy over this podcast. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just doing what he has to do right now. He's being really unapologetic and he's tackling uh, conversations that need to be tackled. But he's doing a really good job of solidifying himself in pop culture and has during the hype of COVID. And so that is, you know, to to just go off on that. It's 
I just try to tell people all the time, and this is what I try to teach the young people that I work with as well. If you fall down, it's not about how hard you fall. It's not about when you fall and how dirty you get. It's about when you get the fuck up and brush that shit off and you try again. Louder. So, yeah. Oh, you preaching tonight. Y'all both preaching tonight. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like, that shit is so real. Thank you for saying that. Yes. Definitely, definitely. That would be my message to people, you know, you know, to cap it is just do you be you, laugh, be fun. Somebody's gonna fuck with and for the people who don't, that's their loss. And you're not everyone. That is something that I had to learn. Like I I'm low-key really not a people person, but I'm good with people. And I think those are two different things. Yes. Um, yes. but like something I have to come into terms with lately is that. I'm not for everyone. And that used Period. to bother me. I used to be like, well, I want everyone to like me. Like I want blah, blah, blah. I'm not for everyone. <laughs> and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, the people who I'm for, that's who I'm for. And yeah. the people who I'm not, that's okay. And so as Cameron said, be you, be true. Like love what you want to do. Be all of that. Be authentic and know that you are not for everyone. Everyone don't have to like you and you won't like everyone. But the people that do will get you far, make those yeah. connections. And just be you because it'll take you a lot further than trying to be someone else that you're not. Period. And so I thank you so much for being you. It has been an absolute blessing to see your post on my timeline. <laughs> I don't know why this half ass hit my nose and shit. <laughs> I'm clearly tipsy, bitch. Okay, right. Hey, we right. love to no see it. <laughs> Miss Larkin Parks, what do you want to leave off with our sippers? Live in the moment. Like I said, I keep going back to these babies living their life and you know it it, fl- it flies by so quick because like you said our 10-year reunion it's coming up it, it it passed by so quick so just enjoy the now yeah drink this drink drink this vodka have good sex oh have good sex have all the sex. get fucked get, get, get drink fucked. water too all love all fun all just really good conversation. Sippers, if you like what you see and you love what you hear, <laughs> then you need, to, <laughs> you need to do us a favor, please. Lock in, what should they do? Subscribe, of course. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Twitter. TikTok. TikTok. Go follow us. We love you. And hopefully you love us. So, yeah. Do all that. Subscribe, share, comment. Let everybody know, because I know y'all are going to be talking about this episode. I mean, all the small town folk, y'all know who the fuck we are. Yeah. Spread it. Because the view is still a view, honey. Hey, because um, the view is still a view. I know that's the right. The view is still a view. <laughs> but if you grew up with us, you know that we've always been real people. We've always said what was on our mind. We just have expanded our minds and opened our minds up. So this should not be a surprise to anybody. Unless you are a closed-minded individual and hopefully you aren't watching it. But and if you are, content creation is not for everybody. It's not. You know, not a lot of people have the ability to really give themselves um, to other people. There's beauty and there's power in that because at the end of the day, and that's what I have loved and appreciated so much, uh, one, with Tyler being on the platform, but getting to know Larkin all over again as we, as we edge on the 30. It's yes. a beautiful thing that nobody can tell my story because I've been as transparent as I needed to be here. And nobody can tell Larkin's story because shit, it's in recording. You can always pick it up. And nobody can tell Ty's story either because 
I know a lot that Tyler liked to do. I just, I, I wrote it down in my notebook. We'll come back to that later. Um, but oh I, <laughs> he done laid the fuck out. I'm dead. I feel really good about this episode. I have enjoyed, I enjoyed it. Uh, it's been so good thank y'all both seriously yes definitely definitely yeah you know we'll definitely have to revisit having you back on because i i after this there's so much more part two (laughs) yeah that's definitely have to be a part two sippers we're on episode nine which means next week episode 10 is going to be the final episode for the Millennial Sip Season 2. Crazy. Larkin and I want to enjoy our summers, first of all. Um, <laughs> but on top of that, like I say, we got to take a break. Um, you know, refresh our minds. You know, we want to give some new content, of course. With that break, it's about how are we going to elevate the Millennial Sip mm-hmm. to the next uh, level as well. So if y'all may not see us. We'll keep the um, socials hot and active, but just know that we are working for you and we are working so that we still have some bomb-ass content um, to give you all. And we do appreciate it times 10. Yeah, for sure. Well, all hearts are clear. Yes. My heart is clear. (laughs) Let's raise up our drinks, people. Oh, ain't no drink left. Well, (laughs) just raise up a bottle. Raise up a bottle. Uh, for right. folks that don't know, this is what we call a swig in the black community. This is a exactly swig. a swig. It's a little swig. <laughs> it's a little swig. Cheers to an amazing episode nine. I cannot wait to come up with a title for this episode. Good job. I can't wait. Cheers to you, Zippers. Cheers. Love. Cheers. Cheers.